Another beautiful edition of Smoking Mirrors Uncut. It's your boy Detroit. I'm here with the Kings. B more. You. Jay Lee. Yo, what's up? What's up? Mm-hmm. We got a whole host of guests, man. We like the Wu Tang clan up in here, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Rizzo, the Jizza, Spectre <laughs> Deck. Oh, everybody's up in here today, man. So we got uh we got three guests with us. We have Go to Mr. Gord, how you doing, sir? Yeah, yeah, doing good, doing good. Can't complain. Thanks for inviting me on today. No doubt, good to see you, homie. And uh, we got a got a couple with us. The first time we had a a couple, a marriage couple, a married couple. Uh, Mr. Mark, how you doing, sir? What's up? What's up, Miss Sheena? How you doing, sir? I mean, uh, excuse me, ma'am. I was about to say. Ah, you heard that right? <laughs> you already started off wrong. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Woo. Um, like I said, it's the first time we had a, a a married couple on the show. Very excited to have them two on it with us. But uh, we're going to touch on some relationship issues uh, where they can speak upon uh, with Jay Lee and B Moore and Gordo. We get to it. Um, oh, first off, yo, yeah, what's good? Washington changing that name, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I was gonna get to it, man. Gonna, okay, okay. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it right we'll now. To it's a, yeah, a couple, couple house cleaning issues right now. First, I like to uh, thank Drew Holiday, his wife. They are starting a, a social justice fund. He's taking the last bit of money he's gonna make in the NBA and donating it to his his social justice fund. That's in the uh, upwards of five point three million dollars. So, thank you, appreciate you, homie. Uh, he plays for the Pelicans, by the way. Wow. Also, what Jay Lee just said, the Washington racial slurs are changing their name. Uh, finally, finally that that what's jackass. Up, um, yeah, what's up, Cousy? Finally, that jackass, uh, Daniel Snyder, 
um, finally decided to do the right thing. Like I said, it's not because he wants to do it because the money is the money's running low. So yeah. um, regardless, it's getting done. Uh, a couple of names out there that's been thrown around. Um, I know they're talking about um, the Tuskegee Airmen. Uh, with their, their nickname was the Red Tails. Red I know Tails. they talked about that before. Oh wow! Uh, they also talked about the Red Wolves. Uh, so it's a couple of names out there. That Red Wolf is dumb. Yeah. What's What's a Red Wolf? I'm I have no idea. What do you mean? What's a Red Wolf? A wolf that's a, red. Yeah. Oh, wolf right. that's red. The fox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's a couple couple other names out there, but I would love them to go with the Red Tails. Uh, not only because the military thing, also is it's honoring the Tuskegee Airmen who uh, fought for this country. Uh, so why not have that name? They got crazy um, stats too. You I mean not to cut you off, but they got Red Tails got crazy stats. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. As, far, as far as kills in the war, yes. Oh, uh, they, they, they represent protecting those bombers. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um. I don't know if anyone cares, but baseball is coming back. We'll be back I next do. week. Like I said, if anybody cares, baseball will be back next week. Um, so tune in. Sports is coming back. Basketball is yep. coming back, even though they got the even though they got the airline food down there right now, still coming back. I don't know if y'all saw it online, but the food yep. down there doesn't look too uh too pleasant. Mm, mm. It's like it's like box lunches down there. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be all right. Yeah. Also, giving a shout out to all the people in the front line. COVID is still running rampant. We have two nurses right here. This couple right here. Whoop whoop. We appreciate y'all yeah. in the front lines, man. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Uh, without you guys, who 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 knows how this virus will be just spreading? So, we do definitely appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank I, I, you. I commend Mark on being a male nurse. Period. Because that's that's it's a tough job, bro. Yeah, it's a tough yeah. job. It's a job like any other job. Yeah, there but, it's, you go. but it's it's it's, it's 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 not many of you guys out there, you know. So it's it's dope that you can do it, and I I can't yep. take seeing blood and a bunch of other stuff. So you can <laughs> you can have that, bro. But see, the, the, what people don't know is is in nursing, there's so many facets of nursing that not everybody works in a hospital. Neither one of us work in. Well, he works in the hospital, but he works in a mental health unit where I do community nursing. So I don't work in a hospital set and I go to people's houses after they get out of the hospital. So there's so many different facets of nursing. Not everybody deals with blood and guts. I think I deal with blood and guts more than he does. Okay. Okay. But um I mean it's a great field. It's a it's a field definitely to be honored. Definitely. And you deserve it. Honestly, you deserve it. Absolutely. Do y'all talk about it when y'all get home? Huh? Do y'all talk about the job y'all had when y'all get home, or do y'all just try to? Of course they do. Every day. (laughs) Every day. Say, you know, how was your day? And we talk about everything. If it was crazy, if it was good, weird stuff, dirty stuff. Mm. No, because I know some people, when they have the same occupation, they don't want to talk about it when they get home. So that's cool for y'all. No, we talk about it all. Yeah. It's dope because you know she can understand. You know she can understand some of the crazy stories that I got, and I can understand some of the crazy stories that she got. Where we okay. would be boring somebody else to know nothing about it. Yeah, you know right, I mean? right, right. Yeah. Okay, Jason, like your your wife is a nurse, and I know you probably don't even want to hear half of the stuff she talks. About. I got no choice. I got no choice. <laughs> My wife is an ultrasound tech. Same thing. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, we hear yeah. it. We hear it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good way for, for you guys to decompress after a, a long day of seeing ill people, you know? Dude. Plus, being in yeah. the same field, it's easy to, you know, like you said, it's easy to, to talk about certain issues that I wouldn't know about. So, yeah. But like I said, man, big, big ups to both of you guys, man. I, I definitely yeah. do appreciate you. Um, but last but not least, um, still to this day, they have not charged the murderers of Breonna Taylor. So let's keep that fight going. Uh, we had a couple, we had a couple uh, individuals get arrested today, uh, protesting down there. Kenny Stills, my son, uh, mm. YBN Court Day, they got arrested, but they're out of jail right now. But we're going to keep that good fight going. Um, someone needs to get arrested uh, for that murder because it was definitely a murder. Let's not forget yeah. about Elijah McClain either. Elijah McClain. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, there's that's plenty. Yeah. Um, Sandra Bland. Absolutely. Let's let's reopen Tamir Rice case. Let's let's do them all. Why not? So there's plenty. There's plenty. Um, so speaking about plenty, there's plenty of things that happened in the past couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> my boy, my boy, Will Smith, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably one of the more perfect individuals around right that we that we thought was around in, in hollywood but he's married to jada right oh shoot and i think jada might have slipped up a little bit i'm not sure you're gonna do it like that i'm not sure i'm just saying I, i'm just i am just saying i'm not you know i'm not pointing fingers yeah i'm not pointing fingers jada but i'm just saying you know? <laughs> some things that happen though you know um I'm sure everyone is pretty familiar about what happened the past couple of days, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. The world That's is story everywhere. The world okay, is so. So let's 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 go to the couple first. Uh, I actually want to go to Sheena first. <laughs> How did I know you were going to come to me first? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a bunch of it's a bunch of testosterone <laughs> up on here. You know what I mean? You're the only estrogen in here, so I might as well ask you first. So, oh, yeah. how do you feel about? What transpired in the past couple of days between the two? So I think that the first misconception is what you led with. Um, Will being like one of the most perfect guys. And a lot of people had an image of that couple that, you know, they didn't put on themselves. Um, they've had a bunch of different interviews where they said, um, they've made themselves transparent as to all the struggles that they've gone through and how they um, navigate their own relationship. So that's just like when people post all of those Instagram goals, when they see couples together, they say, oh, this is goals. I, you know, I want to have a house like this. I want to have a family like this. I want to have a marriage like this. But you're not in that marriage. So you don't really know what's going on. All you see is that picture or that brief interview. So as far as saying that, you know, Will seems to be a perfect, you know, male figure of uh, a husband is I think already false. And Jada, um, I think the same for her. I think um, her kind of being vulnerable and putting a situation out there is her truth as well as nobody, you know, everybody can interpret it 50,000 ways, but none of us were there. 
So we don't know the whole story behind Will and Jada's marriage, number one. And, you know, the only thing that I find questionable is how August Alcina came in. We had this conversation before. That's why. I see him cutting his eye at you right now. I see the look right now. I'm dying in here right now. No, let me finish my, because my, we've had this and we kind of disagree. So I, my interpretation of the interview that Will and Jada had together is that Will didn't know that she had the affair. I think he just found out when August Alcina put their business out there that he found mm -hmm. out that it was actually an affair. And I think mm -hmm. that they were doing damage control by pretty much saying that they were separated, which could very well be true. Um, that's the age old story with, you know, we were on a break, we were broke up, we were separated, we were going through a hard time, we weren't on good terms. When people have affairs, it's not new. All of the affairs that happen usually happen when the actual marriage is kind of having a hard time. Yeah. And it's always somebody that's close to you, whether it's your coworker, your homegirl, your homeboy, an ex who was always on speed dial. It's always somebody you know. It's not somebody that's strange. It's never like, I'm not saying never, but it's very rare that it's a one night stand. So I think that by his body language, I think that he was just as blindsided by the affair as everybody else was when August Alcina put it out there. Mm. I so think saying, that he, go I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, so I think that he was a little um, upset at the fact that she may have not been as truthful about her relationship with him, even when they were on a break. Not okay. that she had the relationship with him, is that she wasn't straight up about it years ago. Okay. Um, and so my second point is, um, I think Jada was wrong because I think that she took advantage of August Alcina mental issues. And if she's supposed to be the helper, then she violated that trust relationship by having a sexual relationship with him. That's mm -hmm. almost the same thing as um, I'm cool with you guys. I really like you guys. We all clicked on, you know, the conversation and everything like that. Mm -hmm. But if I had a conversation and you get really, you know, in depth about your personal business and you guys like were trying to screw me, it, it violates that that trust relationship. So it's almost like she took advantage of his issues and kind of smooth dealt with her issues that she was having with her marriage. So I think that she she was out of line on that end. But I mean, that's pretty much the cycle of an affair. It's it's a classic affair. Hmm. Okay. Um, let me uh, let me ask your husband real quick, because I, I seen him. I seen his eyes squinting. Uh, you know you mean? saw that? Yeah, I seen all kinds of stuff going over there. Yeah, actually, no, we talked about this the other day. You know, um, my position is I take them at face value. You know, I don't know what's going on with with in their life. If they're willing to come out and say, you know, this is what happened. I don't know it to not be true. So I think that Will did know it. You know, there's been all these rumors about them having an open uh, relationship for years. Um, if that's what it is, uh, you know, that's what it is. I don't know how that works. I could never be in an open relationship. You know, what's mine is mine. I'm not trying to share. Exactly, Nicole. Um, 
but as as far as you know, what are, are we trying to assign blame? Like who was wrong? Who was right? I don't know. If it's cool with Will, if it's cool with all, if you know, if they all cool with it, then you know, what they so, eat don't make me shit. So, so you, so Mark, you think is it's the story is right? He co-signed that. That Will co-signed that that affair. Are you? I, do you? Yeah, you, that's what they're telling me. I don't have any information to say that that's that's tr that's not true. And I don't believe that. I think they're both actors, and they're going to say whatever they need to say for damage control. Hmm. Interesting. You know, well, Will is the better actor of the two. So <laughs> if, if anybody's acting and then getting one over, you didn't see Stoney. Stoney killed that role. Jada is a good actress. All right, we're not even to get into that. Obviously, she was a good enough actress to hide that whole affair. She was real good in Jason's lyric. So, yeah, especially that so, one. I scene, mean, right? I think that uh, they're they're doing whatever they got to do to let you know that they're they're humans like everybody else. They're real people like everybody else. Mm -hmm. So that affair is a classic affair. It's no different than. But was most it affair? Like, if, if they have an open marriage, is it an affair? You know what I mean? That's a good question. Yeah. Like, did he? Did he know that? Well, if that's the case, if it was an open marriage to say that it wasn't an affair, then why were you on outs? Why did say that they were separate? Well, they didn't get into that. You know, they right. were they were selective in what they were going to be honest about. So you know, that's why I don't believe. They said, I "Yeah, it happened." That. She said, "Yeah, it happened because it was already out there." So she gets credit for being honest when she's only, you know, doing damage mm -hmm. control. Thank you. I'm glad you said that because I, the whole time I got the feeling like. You bringing all these people to the red talk table and they ban their souls. They're giving you everything, and when it comes time for you to do it, I felt like it was. I felt like it was weak. I was yeah, like, I like didn't even come out as intent. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Will wanted to, Will wanted her to put it all out there. He was like, "What exactly is an entanglement?" She that's what I'm like. She didn't ban soul like she wanted everybody else to do. I felt as though it was kind of phony. If you ask me, I do think Will kind of gave some raw emotions. If you ask me as well. But I'm glad you said that because that's what I saw out of that. Yeah, I mean, but that's everybody. You ain't going to just volunteer information that you think is going to damage your marriage. Nah, I think if they had Miss Ayala on there, she would have really went in. <laughs> My thing is, this, then what's yeah. the point of having a red talk table? Huh? What's the point of having a red talk table if you're not going bare at all? Well, wow. or just or just say. I'm not giving up this information. Nah, Will, Will, Will wasn't a good interviewer for that. You know, it should have yeah. been somebody. It should have been another party yeah. questioning her. Well, if you guys, if y'all followed the Red Talk table, she had a um, therapist on there that was talking about affairs and you know having relationships that you heal from and you move on from, even after an affair. And she, you know, she talked about how. Um, her and Will had some of their difficult times in their marriage. So it's no secret that neither one of them hmm. have been, you know, absolutely monogamous or faithful to each other during their marriage. So she made that clear before. Okay. I just think that she didn't give it as much energy as everybody was expecting her to give. And rightfully so. I mean, it's, it's really nobody else's business. No more than August Alcina shouldn't have said nothing about it. Like, he did it for record sales. He is not the one to have an affair with, obviously. Yep, he did it for record sales. And plus, <laughs> yeah. and, but, but but check it out. This happened yeah. years ago. They already healed from it. Well, they, they, they had moved did, on. But obviously, mm, he uh, didn't. Mm, 
Uh, he didn't heal. Oh, well, but see, that's <laughs> what y'all. That's, <laughs> but listen, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what that's what happened when you mess with young boys. Yeah, she but no, that, I mean, that happened. But I'm, I mean, how many times have y'all been in a relationship and something you didn't hit off years ago pop up on the scene trying to say, "Oh, I hit that. Oh, I used to mess with him." Or Never. I, you know, what I mean, they because they they're hating on the space that you're in, or they're, mm. you know, they're pretty much. I mean, not, you know, jealous or maybe they're feeling some kind of way that maybe you treat the new woman well or, you know, or the new man well or, you know, wanting to throw a little dirt on your name. Everybody been there. Oh, yeah. But he I felt. Have... I have. <laughs> but listen, August felt some type of way because she went back to her husband at the end of the day. You know, they separated. So she realized that he was for her. Her husband was for her. Oh. She went back. Oh. Really? What you got to say, Detroit? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm give it to Gordon. Gordon, what you got, brother? No, 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 no. No, let's give. No, let's give it to Gordon. I want to give it to Gordon because he hasn't oh, spoken yet. On. Go ahead, Gordon. Nah, <laughs> I was just gonna say that you know I feel like um, August Alcina. I feel like he's a victim to a degree because uh, you know Jada. She said that she was there to heal him. So it seems that he had some kind of Florence Nightingale effect, you know, where the victim falls in love with the healer, the doctor or yeah. whatever like that. And so and he's young and, you know, because he has the immaturity, you know, he doesn't really know how to contain his emotions and all that. So, you know, because he's a public figure, yeah, he spoke on it because, you know, he probably had some people in his ear saying, oh, this will get our numbers up. X, yes. Y, yes. You know. yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And can I ask did anybody actually see the video footage or the interview where he spoke about it? Yes. Okay. Because I think that kind of gives a better context. It wasn't like he actually blurted out. And if you hear what he said, uh, it didn't seem like it was malicious or or um like he was just like, yo, I'm about to put this out there to me. Well, well, Angela, Angela, she kind of pushed it on him and he answered the question. Well, that's not if you see how and, that, he, and that's what she did her job. She did her job by pulling out that information out of him. True, yeah, true. That's not, that's not so. the first time he's actually spoken on it, though. That was like the second time he spoke publicly about their relationship. You know what I mean? And he came up with that song, uh, Nanya or whatever that was, you know, alluding to Jada and everything like that. Where he spoke on her middle name being uh, Corey, uh, uh, Korea or Corin or something like that. Anyway, but uh, I was you haven't seen it? Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a pretty decent song. It's called Nanya. Uh, but anyway, uh, and for Will, you know, I think that Will did know about it. I feel like what? She said, is it really going to get his numbers up? I think it will, because I'm, I'm hearing more and more people play his albums now because of this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What was the last time you said August Alcina? Exactly. Right. Today. His name is in a lot of people's mouth right now. So yeah. a lot of people, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. Right. True. True. Now, and what I was gonna say about Will, you know, I feel like Will did know about it. I mean, yeah, Will, you know, they've caught him, you know, doing uh interesting things with some of his uh fellow actresses and things like that, you know, behind the scenes. They have pictures of him, you know. Uh, damn near nude with some of his actresses when they, you know, not on set and stuff like that. So, and I've heard for years too that they've had an open relationship. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, his kind of face uh, of, you know, his sulking face uh, during the interview, I think that was more so uh, good acting and or, you know, he salty that 
you know, it's now public, public where they actually have to talk about it. But like uh, B more said, I feel like they had some PR involved because I don't really feel like they were being 100% transparent with the public. Yeah, I think they try to get ahead of it, just like, you know, everybody was saying, like, before this turns into a wildfire, let's address it. And they started it off pretty much saying that, you know, we weren't going to address it, but we have to address it. I'm sorry, because Jada got sloppy with a side piece, so they had to address it. Look, my man, like, she brought him, she brought him in, right? Supposedly he had mental, he had mental issues. He needed some healing and blah, blah, blah. So, all right. Did she, did she, was she a predator at that point? No. Uh, let me ask no. you that question. Was she a predator at that no. point? No. Listen, I'm, I'm going to say why I don't feel as though she was a predator. Okay. Because no, just like she said, she hadn't felt good in so long. Okay. She was in a very vulnerable position. Her now, self. if you took, you put two vulnerable people together, that's a making for a perfect storm. Thank you. A perfect she story. has more to lose in this situation than August does. Yes. Mm. So yes. For her to, to engage in that relationship was putting herself at risk, especially mm. with this young boy. Yes. You know, but you know, she just got caught up. She she let her emotions and the juices get flowing. Next thing you know, it, it went a little too far. Yeah. I think if anything, you know, she didn't give him a non because I think, like I said, I think Will and Jada, they've been swinging for a minute now. So you're I saying think, that, but but they, they, they never know. they that's, never admitted to that. They never said they were swingers or they had open marriage. This is everybody mm -hmm. else putting that out there. That's, there. that's my yeah. point. I'm like, we we going on all these different scenarios, not really knowing everything. You know what I mean? Oh. We go, we think who who knew they was broke up for four years? Nobody, Nobody. knew that. Nobody. See what I'm saying? So, so that just—I mean—that's just let. It's so many different variables, and we can all time. have our own opinion on it. But I—I I only drew my conclusion based off of my own experiences or based off of people that we know. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like a typical affair. Yep, it is. It is. It, it's no different than almost every affair that you'll hear about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Man. That and, and and this brings me to my point about the whole thing. Everybody got this something guy. to say about it, but my thing is, <laughs> my thing is <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I got a question. All right, so Jason, uh, hold on. my question is for you. If you think if you think Will was acting, tell me this: what was the point of that? If you really believe he's acting, what does that do for him? Acting like he's hurt. I mean, they, I mean, if he's acting like he's hurt and everything like that, I mean, Will, he has a huge fan base. So, you know, that's going to keep people like, oh, you know, Will this, Will that. You know, it's going to keep that Christian fan base behind him. You know, if he was just like straight up like, girl, you tripping and smiling and joking and stuff. I mean, I don't think people would, uh, I don't think people would really side with him as much as they would. Like people have a vulnerability for people that are crying, that are uh, vulnerable, that are weak, or that are sensitive. You know, that's like one on one in relationships. You know, the one that, like for example, if a man and a woman get into a tussle, and let's say the woman beats the dude, the guy still more than likely people will look at the guy as you know uh, he's the brute. He he shouldn't have been hitting her anyway. She could have started and everything, right? Because they look at the woman as being more vulnerable. Does that make sense? I mean, I hear what you're saying. I just. I don't, no. I don't think people would look at that any different if they if Jada's already admitting that she's doing something. How he but this is the thing. 
not did you, at feeling like he's crying. That I don't think that does anything for him. That I just wanted to know your take on that. I just think, yeah. I think it's a vulnerability stance, but I mean, I could be wrong too. It's all speculation. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Right. What was you gonna say, Sheena? But did you catch the comment that he made when he says, "I'm gonna have to get you back." And her response yes. was, I you think you got that. me back about <laughs> Yes. So that, that lets you know that he's that. not the victim. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't think that he was blindsided by the affair. Like I said, I think that he was just more disappointed or, or disappointed in the fact that she didn't, she wasn't as open about it as maybe they have an agreement. Like, no matter what it is, tell me about it. We can work through it. And that's been their whole image. Their whole image has been transparency, honesty, no matter what it is, we'll deal with it. And so you don't think when they say when they say, hey, we both oh we, we don't lie to one another, you don't think that's a true statement then? No, because I think that she got caught in a lie. Okay. So before they came to the Red Talk table, she probably was giving him, you know, I was there for him. Maybe it got a little appropriate. You know, anybody, anytime somebody admits to all we did was kiss, nine times out of 10, they were screwing. So I think that she hit him with that, like maybe four years ago. Like, you know, it got a little inappropriate. We did kiss. It kind of got out of hand. So I stopped it. And that's probably the narrative she was going with for all that time. Mm -hmm. And then when August Alcina put it out there, like, oh no, I was hitting it. I was in love with her. Now she had to tell more of the story. So I think that that's what caught him off guard. He's like, come on, Jada, you told me all y'all did was kiss. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's what I see. My I think that's what, that's the problem. That they didn't so have I that, think that emotion that he had there was disappointment. And embarrassment. Oh yeah, embarrassment yeah. that he got to sit up here and, and talk about his wife's affair. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. she done screwed up. Yeah. Like you're yeah. supposed to do better than that. Yeah. Like yeah. even if right. we out here having jump offs, you're supposed to be better than that. Yes. Ain't none of my jump offs on the on the news. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. supposed to control. You're supposed to. And now he done ran his mouth. Yeah. And now I'm up here. You're supposed to control your side piece. Look how you got me out here looking. So the irony of that, <laughs> if you guys remember, that was my biggest issue. Speaking of our divorces, when it came out, when I got divorced, it was more so I was mad at the embarrassment. You mm. embarrassed me. You got me right. out here thinking we good and you got a whole side mm. hoe and a baby. You know, mm. I was embarrassed. So that's, I think, just like he said, that's where Will was at. You know, like now I got to answer the people who wouldn't be in our relationship, who thought it was all good, who, you know, who understood that we are who we are. And now you out here playing me. You know what I mean? Or or who know more about what's going on than you. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a whole nother thing, too. Yeah. 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 So, so I got a question. Being that I think we came to come to a conclusion that both Jada and Augie, they were both broken at that time, right? They were kind of broken beings at that time, right? Sure. So, so she was explaining that sex kind of helped her get through her what she needed to get through. She needed that, right? Make me feel good. Make me feel good, right? <laughs> so, so 
is is sex can it be therapeutic and detrimental at the same time or can it be like is there a separation between the two no like uh-huh. it's all of the above it yeah sex so, is- so, so for the for for them at that time so it's so it definitely it was definitely therapeutic right at that time yeah and it became detrimental but can, can can it be separated can the two be separated can it be one or the other, or or is it both at the same time? It depends. Let me ask, on the let me, go ahead, Sheena. Let me ask you, Sheena. Okay. It depends on a person. It depends on the situation. It depends on why you're broken. It's the same question that you would ask somebody who does drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Can they can they be separated? You know what I mean? It depends on the situation. If I'm sleeping with somebody because the person that I love and I care about was sleeping with somebody, then I'm sleeping with somebody else in response to that. Like I'm trying to heal my hurt and at the same time, you know, deal with, you know, this feeling of loss and anger and pain and, you know, hurt, all of these things. Um, so to say, can they be separated? Now, if I had an affair or if I wanted to sleep with somebody for self gratification, I'm not healing anything. I'm being selfish. Well, um, so healing I, something, but it's a different kind of heal, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I I I am with sex as a cure all. <laughs> I am all for uh, sex can fix an argument. Sex can. Um, you know, even if you're mad, let's have sex and then we'll talk about it afterwards and we'll figure it out. If not, we won't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. It, it just depends on a person and depends on a situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Gordo, what you got, man? Yeah, I mean, I think it could be therapeutic, but then at the same time, I think it could be separated because you got cast that's like, you know, pimps up, hose down. You know, we don't let them hose, you know. Uh, they get in there, you know, use the girl like a toilet and then they out, you know, so there's no feelings, no emotions, no nothing. And then you have some people that, you know, they have that uh, intimate attachment to where they lingering and craving and addicted to that person. You know, so, I, I, you know, there's so many variables with that. So I guess it all depends on the people involved. Mm. Uh, Mr. Mark, you got something on that? I see you. I see your brain. I see, I see the wheels <laughs> moving a little bit. No, nah, I mean, it, it. like she said, it, it depends on the person in the situation. You know, uh, sex is good for what ails you in a lot of uh, situations. Um, but, you know, it could be it could be bad depending on who you yeah, have sex with. You know, um, it seems like Jada picked the wrong one. You know, <laughs> if she had picked better, if she had chosen better, they wouldn't be talking about that. And we wouldn't be talking about it either. Yeah. Well, the same sex is is um, can it be separated? It's the same reasons why people go outside of their marriage and relationships, and the same reason people stay in them. You can have a horrible mate or an asshole girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, and you stay because sex is good, or you hold on to hope because the sex is good. Um, you can keep the same jump off for 20 years because the sex is good, but you don't want to leave your main thing or your steady thing because you know that that's solid. That's where you want to be. So to say some people can separate it. Yes. But the same reasons why you go out of it for sex is the same reasons why you stay in it for sex. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Jay Lee, I see you smirking. What you got? Uh-huh. Smirking. Yeah, man. I agree with everybody, yo. Seriously, it's it's everything. It's everything, and and 
whatever you want at the same time. You know, use it for therapy, use it for healing, use it for whatever you want. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I, I think it can be separated depending on the person, how strong the person is. Some people can't have sex without falling in love. You know, some people can have sex all day long and they're not connected to you at all. At so all. It, yeah. it depends on how you control it. It could be a cure all or a weapon of mass destruction. It, yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what I was saying. It could be a detriment to shoot your mental yeah. health, and I, yeah. you know, I, and I think that's what later on happened to August because he was already broken. She probably more broken than what she was, and then he just she she put it on him, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just got worse and worse. And he just felt so far deep that he couldn't, you know, he couldn't really pull himself well, back. I mean, and I think Jade is a vet in the game too. August is young, you know, he's just a oh, yeah, yeah, he's a baby, he's a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. she threw it on him. I, I don't even think she it was just about the sex that had him so hooked. I think she got in his head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. She yeah, got definitely. in his head. She hit him with you them big them big words and stuff. Yeah, you know. <laughs> everything I ever wanted. I'm, I'm moving. You, you know how she is. Yeah. I'm moving through this modern the young lion. Yeah. Y'all you see her on the red table. She's mesmerizing at times. You're just like, wow, really? Yeah, I am broken. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. That's how you be. So yeah. I mean, I, and she's a, and she's a beautiful woman. So I mean, it's I'm, easy. I'm sure he. I'm sure he infatuated her from a young kid. You know, so he got a chance to be with her. Come on, that's why yeah, everybody's man. blaming her. But he was 25. At the so end of the day. are we saying August is a victim here? Is that what we're I saying? never said he was a victim. Uh, I, okay. I, I never said. Yeah, like for real. Nah, a lot of people <laughs> felt like. Yeah, he was. Uh-huh. It's a lot of mentally ill people walking around here today that's functioning. So I'm not buying that. Oh, he's mentally ill. He's a victim. I think yes. from the from the standpoint of him being youthful, I think he could be victimized because she like, again, he's she's 25. A I mean, when, I was well, I was in an entanglement. No, I was too when they got together. When listen, they first I was in an entanglement. I was in an entanglement when I was 18 with a 36 year old. <laughs> You know what? Yes. I think Man, I was no, a victim. You know exactly what you was doing. I was a victim. I was a victim. Totally different though. Your circumstances. What's the difference? Look, look. But I have a question for Jay Lee because we was having this, uh, I guess, debate uh, of sorts on Facebook. So he said that Will and Jada's relationship is dope, but he said it's not just from the security aspect. So now that he's not typing, Jay, yeah. what, what's the dopeness of it? The dopeness was how they can address this situation like grown people. There, there's no animosity. They're not bashing August Alcina. They're not bashing each other. They're working through this. They're showing how grown hmm. people are supposed to do relationships. I don't yeah. know. Do you, I, I don't no, know. I in, in that little... And that little clip, in that little clip, they were saying something about his mental health, that he was so broken. No, no, they just said so he was sick. I didn't consider that. You don't see that. You don't see that as a little bit of a, no, of a drag, a little bit no, of shame. He's well, he already admitted to that. that. Yeah, he admitted yeah, to that. That was his thing. So she didn't bash him. No. She just pretty much said that this is how fast it spiraled out of control. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I mean, and they got on there and. They worked through it. You can see this happened years ago. And since then, they got the red table. They did all these positive things to show how a marriage is supposed to work through. Like people, yeah. people separate all the time. Look at um what Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union. They separated. He went out and made a whole baby. And they Man, got right back together that. and they moved on. <laughs> we ain't doing that. 
<laughs> okay, let's switch up a little bit, right? Because you told us a little bit about your story, uh, Machina. So, um, y'all, fortunate, well, unfortunately, kind of have the experience of both being married, you and Mark. Um, oh, Mark, you was married too? Yeah. Right. Come, oh, wow. come, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, you're about to hear a little bit. That's why I want to preface this right now. So, coming out of those marriage and finding one another. And I'm going to tell you just for me, I don't know about nobody else, but just for me, y'all give people hope. Y'all gave, you know what I mean? So, and that's dope. How long have you ever met? I actually love the fact that y'all are so happy and found each other. And I know, it, you know, it's still work between y'all, you know what I mean, as anything. But I, I just love seeing that. So, can we hear maybe a little bit about that? Gordon, Gordon asks, how long y'all been married so far? So we've only been married. This year is coming up on our third anniversary. We've only been together for golf clap. Yeah, we've only been together for four years, and but both of us were in long-term marriages and relationships before we got with each other. So I was married for thirteen years, but I was with my ex-husband for. 20 years, almost 20 years since I was about 17. Wow. And you were. I was were... married for 15 years. Wow. Um, yeah. It was rough. So, <laughs> I can, I can so see more than that. That's the thing. Like, our, more, our stories are actually very different. Whereas, in, I was in a. Um, a content marriage, I didn't have a bad marriage. I just had uh, a bad ending and more so, like I said, I was blindsided. I was taken back from it, but I knew what I couldn't tolerate based off of what I went through, you know, early on in our relationship before we got married, I knew what I couldn't tolerate. So that was the deal breaker for me. Um, but on his end. Yeah. My marriage was bad for a long time. Um, but you know, for a number of different reasons, you know, my childhood and you know my pops not being around you know we i had kids early so my choice was i was i made this decision as a young man to be married and to start this family i'm going to stick it out um so i stayed in a marriage that neither one of us were happy in for a long time bad marriages for life yeah <laughs> so i yeah. on the other really end <laughs> <laughs> I, on the other end, had exceptions. Uh, <laughs> um, my parents were together for like 37 years, and I had this, you know, image in my head that I'm going to be married forever. Um, I, you know, all my kids got the same dad, and it just was, um, you know, what I wanted it to be. And I worked hard. To keep my marriage where it was, I worked hard, but it was—I was probably in my thirties when I realized that my ex-husband was not who I should be with, um, because I just felt like I was just growing apart from him. But you know, he was my friend, so I felt like, well, as long as we can keep this together, then we can raise our children together, and it'll work out. Yeah. But not for nothing. You know, even though I was blindsided, I was like, whoo, you know, messed up now. I'm out. You know, no, I'm out. <laughs> so I um it was an easy decision for me. It took me 90 days and I was divorced. 
Do so, I hate my ex-husband? No, I do not. But for a way out, then if huh? you say that, were you looking for a way out? If you say it like that, then just just one um, not for nothing. Yes. Okay. Yes. So do y'all um, have like a blended marriage where y'all exes are in intertwining y'all life today, or y'all completely oh my separated? God. Not so welcome. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. Around, but, you know, it's not it's not a, a big happy family mm -hmm. uh, at yeah. all. You know, my ex is the absolute worst. It gives <laughs> us as much trouble as she possibly can at any opportunity. Every opportunity, um, and I'm does. here for it. Yeah, yeah. But, um, that's what brings y'all close too, because I'm telling you, she is there for it. I'm like, oh shoot. Oh yeah, I'm I'm with the shit. I am with it. Soon as she act up, I'll be like, let's get it. Because I am ready to get well, bitch. But, and Mark um, and Mark appreciated that much more. I know it. He'd be like, look, what you want tonight? Baby? <laughs> you want that lobster? No, I got I mean, you. you know okay. what? No, it's it's, Give me that actually, <laughs> it's actually not a good thing because um, I had to learn how to tone myself down from mm -hmm. responding to a lot of stuff that, you know, his, the energy that his ex-wife was bringing because it was causing more stress on him. And okay. I'm not here to be his, his stressor. I'm here to be wow. his peace. So Ooh, on that note, you know, I'm not. I, I he had to calm me down because he be he know how to deal with it. Whereas in, this is new for me. He got years of experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, well, that's what I just learned. He'll be you like, "Go and take my like, The hell with that? I've been, I've been ignoring her ass for years. <laughs> Bro, I look. I know you. I know you're feeling. You're a calm person anyway. Yeah. You no, know, he's, yeah. he's like too calm, and I'm like, you ain't gonna say nothing. You let that bitch say what? Nope. And you nope. know, like him, he'd be like, don't even waste your time. But me, nope. I'd be like, shit, tell, tell her to say one more thing. Well, you got time today, huh? Every day. <laughs> but the good thing about it is we'll keep I, the light on for you. I have no drama with my ex-husband. Okay. None. And, right. um, you know, my situation is, you know, he had a baby by his mistress, and they're still together. Um, she's good to my kids. And and that's my take on it. Like, you okay. know, it is what it is. You know, you can keep him, but do right by my kids. Yeah. And and you know. he does the best he can, and that's enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, Mark, let me ask you. I hope, yeah. I hope it's not too personal. Let me ask you a question. Uh, being that you were in a 15-year uh, marriage where that marriage was not very good, right. do you did you feel the longer you were in that relationship, the the more broken you became and you had to get out of it. Like how were, how was your emotions within that relationship? You know, in the middle of it. No, no, I, absolutely. Um, in the middle of it, while I was in it, you know, I'm never one to complain. You know, I look at the bright side of every situation. So while I was in it, I wasn't necessarily feeling the brokenness or the depression that, looking back that I was actually in, you know, I started, I was drinking a whole lot towards the end of our marriage, you know, be more probably stumbled across me a few times, you know, I was drinking a whole lot, self-medicating, you know, yeah. dealing with a lot of the stress that that marriage gave me. Um, and, you know, just like some like inner guilt, you know, cause like I said, I had made that choice that um, I was going to stick with this marriage, but, I was miserable um, yeah. 
And then, so then I'm juggling the guilt between, you know, um, staying for my kids so that they got their dad in the house, but now I'm showing them this horrible example of what love Ooh, and marriage is. Right, right. So that's really what kind of finally made me turn that that corner and be like, you know, I can't do this no more. I can't yeah. do this no more. How old were your kids when you made that decision? Um, so my oldest son now is 17, um, and then I got a, a 13 and a 12-year-old. So this was like four or five years ago when right. the decision okay. was made to to get divorced. Yeah. So um, quick quick question, right? So listening to uh, both of y'all stories, I'm wondering, right, because everybody talks about our generation and the generations after us about how we're so um, divorce happy, right? And how families in the 50s used to stay together and stuff like that, you know what I mean? And listening to both of you, it's like both of you knew you needed it out, but you tried to stay because you wanted that traditional uh, um, story of being with the person that you're with and I'm pretty sure you felt that pressure from other people as being as though, oh, you stick it out, you work through it, you do whatever. So I'm like trying to figure out what is that fine line you think between sticking it out and knowing that it's not for you? So for me, um, like I said, we have two different experiences in our previous marriage. Um, my oldest daughter was about 17 um, when I found out, when everything kind of hit the, the fan. And she was, um, you know, dating and getting in relationships. And I just never wanted her to feel like she had to be locked into anything. I had my oldest daughter at 19. So she was coming up on that age where, you, you know, I was 17 when I got with her dad and it was all like, you know, rainbows and unicorns and you hope the best for the future. But I try to teach my daughters the reality of it is, you know, you take you, you know, you you're optimistic about your future. But at the same time, take people at face value. You can't change anybody. You can't make anybody be anything that they don't want to be other than yourself. So I had to be true to myself and say, you know, I'm staying in this marriage because I, I think that I'm giving this good example to my kids. But what if I would have stayed after the affair, after the kid? What example would I be giving my daughters? Mm -hmm. So that's how I kind of looked at it. And I've always been self-sufficient. It's not like I stayed because of money, because I make my own money. I own my own homes. I, you know, it wasn't a matter of I needed to stay with him for any financial security. Um, but do I teach my kids love and respect or do I teach my kids, um, you know, just to be content with what you have because you may not get anything better. Um, you know, this is probably the best it gets. Everybody makes mistakes. And yeah, me forgiving him for the affair was me saying everybody makes mistakes. But me making a choice to leave is saying that I choose to um, have, you know, honesty and respect as my top priority. So, so, so that was my decision. So question, do, do you guys teach your kids to look for red flags now? Like were there, were there certain red flags when you first got with your exes that you saw and that you kind of like, mm, we'll, we'll work through it? Yeah. But we were both young. Right. right. I right. mean, you know, we'll tell our kids about red flags and, and this and that. 
and they'll listen about as much as we did when we were 20 years old. Exactly. I mean, I'm gonna keep planting, we're gonna keep planting them seeds and hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, it's gonna grow. I think yeah. the best thing that we can do for our kids is show them, show them. Right. Like, so my daughter now is 22. So when she makes comments like, you know, Mr. Mark is a great man. Um, you know, he's a good person. You know, everybody needs, she's, you know, she jokes with her friends all the time. And she says, you know, my mom, she got a, a, a good one. You know, everybody needs a Mr. Mark in her life. And, you know, for, for me, oh. that means that she, she gets it without me saying anything. Yeah. So I'm about to have me on here looking like Will Smith. Not the recent Will Smith. Maybe you know a couple weeks ago Will Smith. <laughs> so I mean, so I think the example is that, and like we That's have right. his his um, oldest son here with us, and just the accolades that he gives me. When he says stuff to me like, you know, I really love you, Machina, and I really appreciate everything you do for me. It's just the me being my authentic self, Mark being his authentic self. You can talk to a child to their blue in the face, but they watch you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I they watch everything that you do and they see and, and then they can emulate that. They can pattern their lives after that. I, I try to do that with my parents. My dad was the best man that I've ever known in my life. And I wanted to have a marriage like my parents had. Was it perfect? No, but my dad was a great man. And he didn't have to, they didn't have to tell me to find a man like my dad or watch out for this and watch out for that. They pretty much set the example and that was enough. Yeah, it was enough. Yeah. And 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 another thing I wanna this is gonna be a whole it's gonna have to be a whole another one, but blended families, because that's that's tricky too. Oh my god. That's tricky too. Yeah. I think um a synap <laughs> we had some some yeah, stuff. That's a whole nother episode. All I can say is it's really nice that you know our kids look great in a picture we had now i think it was more me i had like this once again this naive image of our kids are so great they get along so well everything's so perfect and then everything happens everything happens that neither one of us were prepared for so um some really great things um some not so great things um I think the best part about it is me and him have a a rooted and you know grounded understanding that we'll deal with whatever comes together. So blended families is is fun and not so fun at the same time. Yeah. Just like, like any family. other family. Yeah, exactly. It's like any other family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, I think I would say it's a little different, but I feel. You. Come say hi. Oh. Yeah. I wear on a podcast. My oldest daughter came and she's looking at me like, what y'all doing? <laughs> yeah. Talking yeah. about you there. Look, I, this is my oldest daughter, Isis. Can they see me? No, they can see you now. Say hi. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Jay Lee, how long? We have working children, too. That's a bonus. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> always a bonus. Yeah, how long have you been married? Yeah, 18 years. 18 years. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I'm going, on, I'm going on six now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Like when I when I met her, she was nineteen. So like we I, we've known each other for half our lives. You know what I mean? But it's uh. So how what has been the most difficult thing starting off young and going through the transitions of life, like maturity and situations and stressors of jobs and children? What I have like that question? I like it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like it. We need a whole nother episode for that. But um, yeah. <laughs> I like it. But uh, to sum it all up, I think the most stressor is just learning each other because you know everybody say that five to seven years is when you start to learn some things about each other. Really learn. You don't really know each other, and by meeting her so young and me being so young, you still got play in you. You still got things in you that you got to get out. You know. And we went through those phases, like especially when we started going to college, me and her started getting distant a little bit, you know, because she was in college, living a college life, you know, and I'm just like, I'm working, you know, so we had to learn, learn each other, but you grow. And, and the person that you marry is never going to be the person that you are with five, 10, 15 years from now. And you have to learn that new person. You can't keep being in love with that person that you fell in love with or, or it's not going to last. It's not going to last. So we had to learn to every year just learn each other learn to grow and stuff like that learn to forgive you might she might not forget but i do um you know, so, <laughs> but you, but you learn you learn so i think that was the main stressors just just those growing pains that's pretty much it really yeah. i wish i had an air horn boy you dropping gems yeah, yeah. That's so how about you gordon um, for me, uh, we weren't like teenagers and everything like you all said. Um, I was 25 when I met my wife. And so, you know, I was uh, still fairly new out of college and everything like that. Um, I think, you know, like Jason said, you know, you have to kind of learn the person, uh, learn the individual. And each year, you know, you're uh, ever evolving. So, you know, that's, you know, kind of a continuous thing. And um, for me, I think... The big, I think the biggest thing for me is the transparency, you know, because like my wife, and it could be just a female thing, but a lot of women are very transparent with emotions and feelings and things of that nature. And I think for me, I had to work on being so transparent. Like I, I've always been the type of person, like if you don't have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. You know, men don't cry, stuff like that. You know, my wife, she was more so like, you know, you have an issue, you know, it's okay for a man to cry, you know, da, 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 da. But, um, you know, like both of my parents, they was like, you know, crying ain't it, you know, m both my mother and father. So, you know, just things like that, you know, we've been growing and maturing um, together. And, um, you know, based on a lot of stuff that y'all said, you know, I, I'm seeing that now. I, I don't think that we've had the turbulence because, you know, Jason said about the seven-year itch. My mother-in-law, she talked about the seven-year itch too. I don't think we've really had that kind of turbulence, um, you know, because I think maybe because we started older and we were more mature. Uh, so maybe that's it. But I don't I don't want to speak too soon, you know, because people be like, oh, remember you said, you know, so. No. Nah, nah. how, how many years you been married? I'm about to say you had six. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh, you ain't there yet. You good? You ain't, you ain't you at good. the seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to speak too soon. Well, the irony is. Um, I got married the first time at the seven year itch. Ooh. And when I got married the first time, I knew I shouldn't have got married. Mm. I knew when I got married that I was making a bad decision. Right. Why did you keep going through it? Because you had kids, right, at that time, right? 
Yeah, I had I had my oldest daughter. Right. She was already like five, almost six years old. And then I was pregnant with my son. Mm-hmm. And my dad was sick and it was a lot of things going on. And you know how you just get pressured. Like you two be more in Detroit. You guys aren't married yet, but I'm sure every time you see people that um, known you and your girlfriends for a long time, the first thing they ask is, when y'all gonna get married? So I'm actually preacher's kid and please do not do no preacher kids jokes, okay? But freaks, but go ahead. I mean, but with that being said, I had a lot of pressure from that. You know, okay. not only did I have one kid already, um, mm. but I was pregnant again by the same guy, but still, we weren't married. I get you. Yeah. So it was just a lot of pressure to get married. But mm-hmm. when our first marriage, my first marriage, our first year and a half, two years, it was like, F this. It ain't where it's at. Kid or no kid, I'm out. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff happened in my first marriage within the first two years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for mm-hmm. us to have made it as long as we did, we literally were just kind of occupying each other's space and hoping. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. But, but the thing that- y'all, it wasn't a waste of time because no, you, you met Mark at, from all of that, and we yeah. talked about that. Yeah. We the just talked about how country. how nice it, it's it's almost like a refreshing feeling. So this is the thing: me and Mark do not argue. Mm. We talk about everything, and it's so weird because you know I'm already I'm I'm always ready to set it off, but <laughs> he's always. Like he almost like like you want to be mad and you can't be mad because he's mm-hmm. like, listen, you know, I understand that you feel some kind of way and I just want to hear your side of it. And he listens. And this is something that I was like, oh, my God, you know, you don't want to say no slick shit to me. And he's like, you know, I get it. You're mad about something. I don't want to make you upset with what I got to say, but I feel like I'm doing a disservice to you. Like, he would hit me with that kind of stuff. I wasn't ready. But see, I think exactly what he was saying is that all the things that you went through before allowed you to really appreciate somebody that is giving you something different, that is giving you that support and that love that you need. It's such... It's such a, uh, uh, I mean, it's such a beautiful thing. It almost is like, you know, what did I do um, to deserve this type of relationship? I feel like, man, I wish I would have had this a little sooner. I wish we would have had the experience of, you know, having a child together and, and you know, seeing the fruits of our relationship. And, yeah. you know, because this is, I feel like this was for me. Right. But yeah. we both agree that, we wouldn't have appreciated where we are now That's had I mean, we gotten yeah. together 15, yeah. 15 years ago. Because we were real fly in high school. I mean, I used to try to throw it at him in high school, but he wasn't. <laughs> Preacher's kid, I'm telling you. He wasn't, he wasn't catching it. He wasn't trying to catch my cues, but you know what I mean? I was trying. But I mean, if, if we would have got together in high school, we wouldn't be together now. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Mark sitting there all cool, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told y'all. I got a question. I got a question. 
Oh, go ahead, go to. Oh, my bad. I was gonna say I got a question for Jay Lee and Mark and uh, Sheena. So, you know, since I'm in the ballpark of the seven-year itch, what exactly is the seven-year itch? Like, what is – because for me, in my perspective, you know, I try to look at things from a logical perspective. If, you know, we have the habits of good communication – because I think most relationships fall apart because of bad communication. Oh, we, have good, we have good communication. And, you know, we listen to each other, we're there for each other, and nourish each other. So, you know, what is the seven-year itch? Because my mother-in-law, she said there's a seven-year – a 10 year, 10 year and a yeah. um, 15 year. 15, she, said, yeah. she said, you can make it past those, you're good to go. So what exactly are those checkpoints? Like what is the turbulence that comes about? Well, I'll say to me, it's, uh, it's when, you, when you're finding yourself basically. Um, and, when, and when you turn around and look at that person, you see who they are and you see who you are and you're trying to figure out, are we really matching? You know, that, that's to me, that's that itch. You're like, or, or can I go and find somebody else that could fit who I am right now. Yeah. So that's why I feel that that's that itch. Um, yeah. And every five, 10, you, you grow, you grow and you turn into a new person. So, but it sounds like you and your wife have a really close knit and y'all communicate. So I agree. You might not have those issues as long as you communicate the way you are. I would, I would tend to say that those itches, have to do with, you know, traditionally people getting married in their early 20s. Then about seven years later, you're hitting a milestone in life, you yeah. know, around 30. And you're yep. like, what am I doing with my life? And yep. then, you know, then you, you've been married 10 years. You're like, damn, why am, am I with the right person? Yeah. Then, you know, at 15, it's like, look, it's either, either, <laughs> it's we either I'm going to stick it with it or, or it. I'm going, yeah. So, Especially when I, you haven't lived a little. Right, yeah. right. You get you get married in your early twenties. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I applaud yeah. you, Jay Lee, for, yeah. for for making it as long as you do. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, it's that's a lot of growth, man. Like from from a twenty something to yeah. you know like forty years old. That's so much growth and change yeah. in who you are. Yeah. To be able to go through that with one person is an awesome thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And I mean, you know, just looking at you and your wife, Jay. Um, it is like um, inspiring to see that you guys started so young and um, all the pressures that come with it. So just like Jason said, when you get married and you hit that seven year, you're you're finding yourself in that process. And then you're questioning, is this the right person to continue to grow with? And <clears throat> like I said, my relationship started really young. And in that seven years before we were married, we did a lot of dirt, both of us. Um, and, um, you know, going into it already in seven years, I was like, yeah, it's true. It, it's an entanglement and an itch is the same. Yeah. Um, when you scratch, yep. you're like, oh, that's entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's the thing. When you scratch that itch, that's exactly what you're doing. Yes. Um, but, um, just like Jay said, if y'all got good communication and you kind of say, you know, this is who I am now. Um, I didn't know how to express that, um, you know, the first time around. But even for us, we came into it knowing what we did not want. We're learning what we like about each other on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. um, we're knowing, you know, who handles money better, who's the better disciplinary, um, who is uh, the more driven person and who has to be pushed a little bit. 
um, who is the motivator and who is the slacker. Like we're learning that as we go, but that having that good communication is what um, we needed for each other to kind of keep this thing going. If you have that, then I don't really think that you'll have to go to go through hard times. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to kind of disagree. You're going to go through hard times. You know, you listen to anybody that's been married a long time. They're going to tell you how much work it is, and how tough it can be. Um, so don't be scared of the hard times. You got to lean into them. You know right. what I mean? Um, yes. If you're running from them hard times, when it gets tough, you're going to run. You're going to keep running. Damn. You got you know, you to stand firm, plant your feet in the ground, and be able to take that punch and mm -hmm. and work through it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because um, that seven years is right around the corner. So get ready mm -hmm. and prepare yourself by talking to you. You know, keep talking to your woman and, you know, talk about the things that may scare you or something like that. Sheena and I were just talking the other day about, you know, this same thing, you know, how we appreciate each other so much because we're kind of the opposite of what our, our previous marriages were. Mm -hmm. So, you know, is, are we kind of setting ourselves up for that seven year when, you know, that newness kind of rubs off and, you know, so I want to put out the things that are, you know, a little scary for me or that I'm a little insecure about um, early so we can discuss it. Like, you know, she doesn't she doesn't make me feel bad or feel like I'm stupid for putting out the things that I'm insecure about. So, you know, I, that's I think a, I'm really that's a grown up relationship. That's, that's why. That's and vice versa. Like, I've never felt like I was so comfortable in my own skin until I got with him. You know, like you see people on the street and they're like, oh, you know, Sheena, you look like this and you girl, you doing this and you're doing that. And I can come home and say, you know, I didn't feel comfortable with what I had on. Or, you know, when I went to go sing somewhere, how do you think it sound? I don't I didn't like how it sounded. He, you know, just that encouragement and just being able to do that where you have other people like, oh, yeah, you right. You know, it wasn't right. Or, you know, you could do this to make it better. Um, I just feel comfortable with being just who I am and, and feeling like I have that support. So it's it's a good thing. I, awesome. I appreciate um, all of y'all's responses to that. Um, yeah, for me, you know, uh, I think part of the reason that I waited uh, so long to get married is because the two things that I was actually afraid of in this life was being a husband and being a father. And that's just because of things that I witnessed growing up. And so, you know, uh, like Mark said, you know, I, I understand that, you know, I haven't uh, waved the storm or anything like that, you know, that we'll still have our different complications and things of that nature. But in my mind, I thought, you know, being older because everybody I knew they were younger. So I was like, well, if I'm older, I'll be a little bit more mature and the person I with will be a little bit more mature. Maybe we can jump over some hurdles, you know, and skip some obstacles and whatnot. But, um, you know, I, I think now that I am a husband and a father, you know, I, I came to the realization that I can't study based off of other people's story. I have to write my own story, you know what I mean? And I have to lead my own path. And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, I, I feel so appreciative about with my relationship with my wife, because we do have a good communication. We do have each other's back. And similar to what Mark and Sheena was saying, you know, we can talk about our sensitivities, vulnerabilities and things of that nature. And, you know, this. There's nothing that I feel like I need to hide from my wife. Because, you know, like a lot of cats at the barbershop, you be like, man, you ain't got to tell her that. 
you know, man, I'm the man. Don't you know, be listening saying? to them. Them barbershop dudes don't do it. And then we barbershop right 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 with you when you be like, man, they ain't work out like I told you. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, you know, the one thing that I've grasped through all my years is that I can't go off of what other people are saying for my life. You know, other people can't give the definition to what my marriage will be, what I am, what I will be, and things of that nature. But, um, you know, I, I digress, but I definitely want to appreciate, you know, the married couples, the veterans out here, you know, for giving me some guidance, giving me some gems. So appreciate y'all. It's up. So I got a question for B Moore in Detroit. We are all talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's no let's static. About... I can't hear you. Static. <laughs> I think let's it, talk I, about I think your reception. You got that Teddy uh, Riley happening. I can't really hear you. <laughs> let's talk about um why you guys chose not to be married. Did we choose that? I mean uh, I didn't, nah. Go ahead, B. <laughs> Go ahead. B. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna give it to me. <laughs> I swear, you always got them hot buttery biscuits in your hands, bro. You slide them. <laughs> um, me personally, um, I think it's a sense of, I mean, to be honest, it was my idea, my idea when it came to marriage and everything, right? So, I did it once. And after doing it once, I was like, why do it again? What do I really need this paper for? Me personally. I know a lot of people really believe in it. A lot, you know, my, my thought process is completely different on it. Um, especially now. Um, do I need that? And, and that's kind of where I'm at. I don't, I don't need that. If we're together, I don't need to tell, I don't need nobody else to tell me what we are. And that's that for me. How did your woman feel about that? She don't say nothing. She don't say nothing, but how does she feel about it? <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, she's fine with it. As far as I know, you know, because it was something that was mentioned before we even went further, before we even got in any type of um, relationship. It was so like, how long have y'all been together? Um. Shoot, we're going on. It's ten years. Ten years now. Okay. So y'all got common law marriage. Got Pretty much. Well, there's no such thing as common law in New Jersey. New Jersey. So how about you, Troy? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, he's trying to avoid that joint. <laughs> Oh, oh, you said something to me? You start <laughs> <laughs> uh, What was that? What was that question again? What was it? Again? What was, Why aren't what was you married? Um. And how long have you guys been together? And why did you choose not to be married? That's a whole lot of questions going on there. <laughs> I get confused. Yeah, just um. I guess the examples that I had when I was growing up, they weren't really good examples of what a marriage is supposed to look like. So my perception or what I thought it was a marriage was like was always negative. Uh, the people that my, 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 some of my best friends are divorced and they were in bad marriages. My uncles, my aunts, they were in bad marriages. 
So I always had a negative connotation of what a marriage was. So when I got with my significant other, um, I told this before to the brothers that I was, I was actually broken from a relationship previously. And she came along, she helped me out. She, she helped me get through it emotional wise. And at the time we were kind of distant. I was in college. She was in college. We we're kind of distant. Um, so we were kind of growing up, not apart, but growing separately and trying to learn ourselves and, you know, at the same time. Um, and then finally, when we got together, um, and started living with each other, uh, we had a child marriage was in the air, but it just never really happened. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's always come up in conversation, you know, while we get married, my grandmother always said her mother, my mother, they always say, why don't you guys get married? But I'm to the point now while we need that piece of paper, I know she wants it, but for me, I'm like, why we kind of need that piece of paper. So, um, if you ask her, she wants it. Yeah, she's mad. <laughs> she wants to be married. But for me, I'm like, I really don't need that piece of paper. Um, but knowing why, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why, why did you lean up, though? Like, it's like sit back. <laughs> you don't have to lean up. It's sit getting hot, man. You know she's ready for the smoke. You already. But no, I'm just saying, you, you said you know that she wants it. Um, you know she's probably mad about it. Um, just because it's not what you want, like um, to say that you, you want, want to, to say that you want to stay in this relationship with you. Um, how fair is that to her? Yeah, I know, I know, and I've 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 talked to a couple of my better friends, and we've had that discussion, and. Um, I, I do believe it's the right thing to do. I do want to set a good example for, you know, for the kids and, and, and my, and my nieces and my nephews. I do want to set that good example. Uh, Cause I'm not a, I'm not a bad guy. Um, I, I've always seen bad people in bad relationships, but of course, of course, Colburn, she's mad. Um, so, I mean, it's something I can still, it's something I can still possibly have. No, 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 no. You're talking, you're talking about, you're talking about my, 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 yeah. But he ain't married either, so he got he got all this mouth. But he he ain't married either. So. Exactly. <laughs> but but you know what? Not for nothing, um, Corey. I respect um, your response because you know that the issue lies with you, and yeah. even the you issue, being the issue is definitely me. I'm definitely yeah, but even you being able to identify with that, it's it's something mm -hmm. worth you know having that conversation with your girlfriend. I am. It's in your life. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think I think it's if you know it's something that she wants and if this is somebody you really care about mm. and this is somebody that you can see yourself being with, if it's important to her, consider how important it is for you to make her happy or give her something that, you know, um, if you guys are gonna be together anyway, why not? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so I could pose that question back. Why? If they're going to be together anyway, why? Why is that so important? Because that's something that, that's important to her. That's just like me saying... But why? But if, if it's important to her, only she can answer that question with him. Well, I mean, from your perspective, because you asked the question from the beginning, so you must have some feelings towards it as well. So my, my Well, no. So I already knew 
Um, now, not for nothing, when before when me and Mark started talking, we talked based off of divorce. Like, you know, I'm I'm just fine with not getting married again. I did it. It was some bullshit. Um, but I'm not against it. It's just that I am I don't expect it. I don't expect it. I don't expect for it to happen again. And I'd be okay with it either way. But I knew that if it ever came to a point that I'm going to be building a life with somebody, I felt like that was important for me. Okay. It's the same thing if somebody comes to you and says, um, I don't want to have a baby and you want to have a baby. And so you follow along and say, I can make them change their mind about you know not wanting a baby. If they really want a baby, it's always going to be like a longing in their heart or you know in their mind that but this is what i really want so you know i hope nah, so bro. i mean nah bro <laughs> detroit she, she trying to she trying to break me because she's leaning up against the you know she's leaning up she's, but you know what though i talked all of that i i talked all of that when i got with mark and he was like no i think that you're gonna you know get married again i think that that's you know something that you value and i did it's something that i value and i'm not saying be more that what your perspective is wrong i'm not saying that no, as, long as, your woman's, your, as long as your woman's okay with that then that's mm -hmm. fine but troy just said his woman was not okay with that and if mm -hmm. you love her and you're you care about how she feels and 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 her position in your relationship consider her feelings on marriage mm -hmm. i mean detroit yeah, but Detroit, the way he uh, gave his proposition or whatever about, you know, the examples of other people's marriages. And stuff, I mean, he basically said the same thing that I did in regards to how I looked at marriage, you know, being afraid of being a father, being afraid of being a husband, you know, because of, you know, all the relationships. Like, there's not a relationship in my family that I'm like, you know what? They figured it out. They got it. You know, it was all twisted and complicated, negative. You know, that's what I associated it with. And I was scared of it. And, you know, similar to what Sheena was saying, you know, uh, with my wife, you know, that was something that she was into um, and really looking forward to and everything like that. So then that's when I had to really kind of take the stance of, you know what, you know, regardless of everything that I've seen, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you know, give her this and define my story, define my path. Exactly. And not because the, it, it, it's basically like, it's almost like saying, you know, like, for example, for me, I've been in a really bad car accident. You know, but I still drive my car. You know, I just got a new car. You know, I'm still out there. I'm still doing it. I've seen other people have really bad car accidents, you know, but, you know, I'm still driving. I'm still out here in these streets. You know what I mean? So I look at it like that. I mean, and, you know, no negativity to what you, you be more or. Uh, oh, no, I, I ain't but, taking like that at all. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just saying my perspective. I just feel like, you know, Troy's, you know, uh, kind of how he aligned his reasoning based on you know, the ramifications of other people's relationships and stuff like that. I mean, that's, I, I understood that. Yeah, me too. But, you know, that's just, that's just my take on it. Yeah. I mean, everything is compromised in your relationship. Everything is compromised. So, so how do y'all, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what though, between Jay Lee and his wife, between Mark and Sheena, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and also, and, and also between you know between you know Gordon, he's married too. I tell you what though, you guys should make your guys' marriage should make people want to be married. Like 
I can see I can see the strong bond you guys have, Sheena and Mark. I know Jay Lee and his wife have a very strong bond. They've been together for a long time. His parents have been together for a very long time. So I know that bond is very strong. So you guys' examples right now are are leading the way for me, for, for what I could possibly see. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I always appreciate seeing people together. I do appreciate that. But like I've said before, mm-hmm. my examples previously, you know, it was just, it wasn't like that. It was just, you know. I think that you set your own example. Yeah. What you want and what you don't want. That's how we got into this marriage. We knew what, you know, what we wanted in a sense. And, but we definitely knew what we did not want. And that's what determined how our marriage was going to be. And it's not based off of just, you know, my parents' marriage, you know, his parents' marriage and divorce, whatever. It's not about our previous uh, previous marriages. It's about, okay, what do we want? And how, what do we got to do to keep that, you know, image or keep that um, relationship the way we want it to be, the way we want it to be, not based off of nobody else. Um, I got friends that have been together a long time with their spouses and their marriage sucks. But if it's for them, it's for them. Um, I got people that have wonderful relationships that have never been married. So I totally get where you're coming from, B-more. But for us, it's your responsibility to make your relationship and your marriage the way you want it to be. It's nobody else's. No examples, no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, you don't want it. I mean, and this is just a generality. I'm not speaking to Detroit or BMO or anything like that. So I don't want y'all to take. Yo, how come you keep? How come you keep bringing yeah, my name up, though, B? All at my, all at my neck. Huh? <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying, as, as a generality, though, you know, I look at it like this. You know, just because somebody got beat up, you know, by the bully down the street, that don't mean he gonna beat me up. You know, I look at it from that perspective, you know, because I think, you know, a lot of guys, you know, they look at it as like, oh, I haven't seen a good example of that. So I'm just going to avoid it, you know, but, you know, I look at it as though why why are we basing our story off of this situation? You know what I mean? Like, because that's life. Yeah, I'm about to say that's part of life. If somebody if you see somebody fall out of roller coaster, you about to jump on that roller coaster. I mean, but it's the same way with us. Um, we were on that roller coaster before. I, it, I we fell out. So we should have, if anybody should have had a negative uh, view of marriage, it was us. We, well, we, I, was married. Married. I was married before. So it, it, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not like I ain't never been there before. Right. But I'm not saying, you know, what you experienced in your first marriage mm-hmm. may not have been for you, but who's to say that even in the relationship you're in right now, mm-hmm. if it's working for you and it's good for you, if you said marriage is just a piece of paper, then why not? Just like you said, why? Why not? Uh, it's not going to change your marriage. Uh, first I mean, of all, it's not going to change your relationship. It it does. It changes How? a lot of people's really it because it does. I know plenty of people that have gotten married. But, so once again, you're basing this on plenty of people. You're not basing this on you. Okay, so you you proposed something, and I was proposing uh, an answer for that. I wasn't saying that that's going to happen. 
I wasn't saying that that's going to happen to me. I'm just telling you, you can't, you can't blank in it. Like, Hey, if it's just a paper, do this, do that. I could go. Yeah. Down, that's all I'm saying. I could go. Yeah, that, that wasn't, yeah but I, I mean, I proposed the same type of question you proposed to me when you said, why get married? You said, why not? I said, well, why not get married? If you're going to stay together and be with that person. Um, we both have different perspectives. We all have different perspectives on it, and that's fine. Whatever works for you works for you. Yeah, that's so, and that's how I keep it. So, how do y'all feel about people that have been together for like 10, 15 years, get married, and then get divorced? They knew that they probably shouldn't have been married. They they knew they shouldn't have been together. Is that you what know? They, it's the same concept, change? huh? Is that what they knew, or did things change? No, like what? And and I mean, I mean, it, it depends on the example. It depends. Because, uh, I, I was gonna say, I I know uh, I had a coworker. She was telling me that one of her fellow employees was married for twenty seven years, and then he divorced his wife because he told her she, he was gay. I mean, there's very. But I'm sure. I'm sure he didn't find out he was gay. Um, as soon as they got married, he knew yeah, he was gay exactly. for the last 27 years that they was married. It's just Absolutely. that he decided to be his authentic self, his true Absolutely. self. That's what happens say, when they get married. That might not be either because just like Lee was saying, people change. You ain't changed mm. from being straight to gay. I'm just yeah. saying. I don't, I don't think you just be yearning for some I, Jimmy Dean all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, After you got married.哦，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我，我
there's no ring on my finger. If something better comes along, I can just go. Right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a difference right there. Mm. <laughs> like food for thought. Okay. Mm. <laughs> you don't got to go I mean, to court. You know what I mean? And that goes both ways. I mean, a lot of people just say that men do it, but women, our attitude can be the same way. I don't owe you anything. You're not my husband. You know what I mean? Mm. And if something better comes along and I feel like that's the wave or that's the energy that I'm going towards, I don't owe you anything. Exactly. And it should be the same way through marriage, but it ain't because the courts get involved and then they got to tell you who gets this, who gets that. No, I swear when I get my business jumping, Sheena going to be my PR person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Just, uh, you know, it's just more so I just look at it by, you know, my experiences, um, things that I've seen. I'm I'm probably an overthinker. <laughs> I read too much. Um, but I, <laughs> I want to know. Um, I, I think that that's the one thing that's dope about us. Like, I'll have my pers- perspective on something. And I love when he comes back with a different perspective. And then it makes me think. It makes me really ponder over what I believed or what I thought, you know? So I'm all for it. So let's hear Mark now then, because he's he been quiet for a little bit. What are your thoughts on, you know, or when y'all got remarried or even thinking about that as being a possibility? So um, <laughs> I think. Uh, while it's turned out to be incredible and it was amazing from the jump, uh, you know, our decision to get married as quickly as we did was a little reckless. You know, if it was, if somebody else came to me said, I've been dealing with, you know, this John and, you know, for the past, you know, like five. Yeah. For like the past nine months. And I think I want to marry her like, bro. Me and Lee got a little personal information on that one too. Yo, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> we remember when she first started talking to you, we was all in Adelphia's and she yep. bounced on us. She was like, Oh, Bounce. gotta go. We was like, oh, who is this dude? <laughs> oh no, he getting uh, uh, got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know I knew you at that point. I don't even yeah, think yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I knew you at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like so when we started talking, it was speaking of the entanglement situation, how yeah. fast it can go from being friends and kind of giving each other advice. So when we met each other, I mean, I think the attraction was immediately there, but mm. I just got divorced. Like literally, I think I was only divorced for like less than six months and he was going through his divorce. So we were talking about divorce and how it's affecting our kids and, you know, the expectations that we had for marriage. We talked about we're both nurses and, you know, I was already an RN and he was thinking about going back to school. So it was me talking to him about school and encouraging him. So it was just like a true friendship. And at that time, you know, he was going through the rough time of his divorce and I was out in the streets, you know what I mean? (laughs) So I was on a whole different path. And then the more I talked to him, the more we realized that we had in common, it was like, man, 
I have never had such a strong energy with somebody that I just knew. And I, think I, told him, I think I told, and you know, I ain't never make no break no plans for for at the time when I left Philadelphia, we was kind of just kicking it. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. honey, when that dude hit me with that text, I was like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, you know, hey, hey Mark, know. hold up, hold up. Hey Mark, when I tell yeah. you we mid drink. Like, oh, hold on. I got to go. Me and like, what you doing? You about to leave us here? Like, 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 no, she gone, bro. Gone. 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 Wasn't at all. I see y'all. Love y'all. Yeah. But you know what? There was a lot of, um, so when he was talking about when somebody else come along and say, um, I met this person and they got this, this is going on. So first of all, um, Mark, did not check the boxes of the type of relationship I wanted to be in. Mm. I knew I had three kids, but I didn't want to date nobody with kids. I didn't want to date nobody with baby mama drama. I didn't want to date again somebody who um, at the time made less than me. Um, I had own property. I wanted to date somebody that I can go to their house and stay the night. I didn't want to be in hotels creeping and all of that. I was all messed up. He was all. <laughs> I was like, you know, out of all the guys I can fall for, why am I trying to invest in this project? That's how I felt like it was. Like, it's a lot of stuff that he got to take care of before we can kind of be where we needed to be. And I'm telling you, it was like, it was just all falling into place to the point that every checklist that i thought i had i just threw it out the window and i said i know this thank is right thank you for yeah. saying that because so many people have boxes i'm talking about men and women have boxes yeah you need to get rid of them because sometimes yeah. that person that that box that you have you know what i mean to get you out of that realm of that person that you need yes Man. yes and that's where i was and i was saying like this is somebody i want to try with this is somebody i want to invest my my time and my energy into so you know i think i said that i loved him first like you know on some old, i don't know what it is i don't know why it is this way but i really think that i'm falling in love with you and that joker went silent on me and i'm like you know yeah you know this was a good session and all <laughs> you know i like, was like he's really? already checked my box <laughs> yeah. yeah so i, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was that was scary. That was a scary moment for me. I think it felt like it was a lot longer than what it was. We joke about that all the time. Wow. But I'm glad that I kind of like threw away that what I expected from a, the next relationship wow. because it was definitely nothing like I expected, but better than I could have ever expected. This is better than I could have ever asked for. That's awesome. That's what's up. I, lo I love seeing people in love. It's so dope. I no, swear it's dope. I Just like them pictures you posted the other day. What picture? Oh. <laughs> I was invested, bro. <laughs> I was invested. I was like, hold up. Let me see. <laughs> oh, oh the, uh, the, the two strangers uh, two that three. met up? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, they screwed that 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 oh yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you see that picture where he was holding her? Yes. Oh, yeah. He had yes. his things all up in her crap. Yeah. <laughs> 
was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, hey. she was okay with it. You, you can't fight yeah. love. You can't fight love, man. You can't. Uh, <laughs> she was about to have her third kid that night. And the conception was photographed. Yeah. 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 That was crazy. For those that don't know, it was a photo shoot of two strangers um, together, two single strangers together, and their photo pictures just turned out like they was already married. They had kids. Like it just looked like they had known each other forever. So, yeah. Just to give you a preface. Of it. So, uh, Nicole Camp says So, if you're previously thrown away expectations and been hurt, can you safely have check boxes now? Um, you can have what you want. But um, everything, there, there's always somebody that comes along and makes you question. And check boxes limit you. Yeah. You know? um, wow. If yeah. you're if you're willing to 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 risk, you know, dealing with somebody who doesn't check a box, you know, what they say, a big risk, big reward. Um, you know, we took a risk getting into this, a big one, especially getting our kids involved. We got this blended oh, yeah. family. We introducing our kids to each other like it was a big risk but so far it's paid off and you know we're going to continue to work hard to make it continue to to pay off um you know for the long run so you know but i also understand when you when you're hurt you know that that puts up a wall and you don't want to be hurt again you know some of them some of that pain is hard to shake off mm-hmm. but you know i encourage people to not be scared to be hurt again, you know, you only got one life to live. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. So I think the one thing I did not want to be hurt again with is having no pop up babies. So we fixed that problem early on. Got that vasectomy, huh? Mm, got that killer okay. V, huh? Okay. No, I mean, I, I, I was taking care of that shit before. <laughs> no, I, I got divorced. I was like, look, I ain't, I ain't <laughs> having no more babies. Yeah, I'll that was about to be out in these streets. Yeah. That, was the first, that was one of the first conversations we had on our. So our first date lasted like five hours. We was like at really? the bar getting drunk, talking mm. about, yeah, at Applebee's. Uh, we was there from like, I don't know if it was five hours, four hours from like 10 to two in the morning. We closed Applebee's down and we were talking about everything. That was one of the one, the one question that we asked from the jump, like, do you want any more kids? And I was like, hell no. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no. And our kids were big. So like, who wants to start all over again? And so he got done first and I got done second. Wow. Oh wow! So if we have a baby. We naming him Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only way we gonna have a baby around here? That means he was meant to be don't, here. Don't name him Jesus. Name him Yahshua. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It ain't gonna come. <laughs> so we get to enjoy grandbabies and give them back whenever they come. Oh, yeah. go go to you. Don't have no kids yet, right? Yeah, I got a son. Yeah, you got oh, you do have a son. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got the baby. You got the baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he one and a half. One and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I love mm-hmm. babies, but I don't want none. Uh, oh, you want babysit? Right no, here. I don't babysit. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I like to hold them. I like to kiss them, and I like to give them right back. Yeah, she picks oh. them up and puts them right back down. <laughs> yeah. I'm great for gifts, though, so invite me to all the parties. Oh, okay. But um, to to a little bit answer um Nicole's question, I think certain boxes are different. Like if you say like, "Hey, I don't want to date a crackhead," like that's a box you could probably keep. 
good box. That's a box to always keep. Yeah, I don't want my chin as a punching bag. You know what I mean? So, and, and there's some boxes that you could give way on, like, hey, I don't want a, a short person. Like, you might, you might want to give that a little leeway. I, I think there's some boxes that you can definitely keep there. Yeah, like superficial boxes are definitely up for compromise. Exactly. Um, but you know, first of all, if you say I don't want to date nobody who is not super physically attractive, a lot of girls will say that I ain't about to date no guy, he's not fine. And mm -hmm. I'm like, Well, what's your example of fine? Like, like when you were 20, fine or some girls say, I only want to date dark-skinned men or I only want to date light-skinned men. Same thing with um, men. I only want to date, you know, Spanish girls or light-skinned girls or, you know, they yeah. have a type. And, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with having a type. But you're limiting yourself. You could be blocking a very good relationship for dumb stuff like a type. Yep. Same thing with a job. Um, most of my friends are nurses. And we make pretty good money depending on what field you work in. So to say I want a man who's going to make what I make or more, I mean, it's slim picking sometimes. Um, but I think that as long as you have a working man, um, that that shows a lot maybe for his character. And if you know you have a guy who's starting a business, he might not have a lot of money. But, you know, the ambition and the motivation to be a business owner is should be commended. Like they are all things that you should consider. Um, but, you know, everybody got their thing. If you got a box that you will not waver on, then so be it. So but when that, you hey, hey, what's that movie that talks about stuff like that? You know, that movie that Troy don't like? Oh, oh, think think like a man. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, 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 so we're you know we're at an hour forty five. <laughs> but real quick, real quick, Mark, by by Sheena making you know a lot more money than you when you first got together, did that give you a drive to go out and achieve more? Well, I mean, I had already um, started on the plan going back to school. Okay. Um, so you know before, I was, before you got with her you had already started that plan yeah okay yeah okay i had already like started taking classes and stuff like that so um i knew it wasn't gonna be you know long before i got there i mean you know she she gave me a little bit of fuel though you know to be honest um to to stop fucking around right 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 Start the red table. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Don't make it, no. make it red. Make it another color, please. Yeah. I um. You know what? The for me it was a little scary. Um, I I came in even after my divorce. I was still pretty financially um stable, mm. financially secure. His divorce was horrible. It was like bleeding and dry, and I was like, oh my god. Like, I am not, I'm not, I'm not about to help you with this. This is not my problem. Mm. But, you know, at the same time, it was a lot for me to say, are you willing to take that on too? Because even us being in that relationship, getting married um, and him wanting to do things with his kids and, you know, not having the money and not, you know, 
having so many responsibilities and I got to pay the lawyers so I can't do these activities. And here I am like, well, I'm about to go on vacation. So I don't know what you're about to do. So it was just oh, like uh, me having to say, okay, you know, I know that you're taking care of your priority now and I'm being frivolous wanting to do stuff, you know, same thing. Like when we were dating one night, he was like, listen, I would love to take you out, but on some real shit, I'm broke. I ain't got it. Right, and I right. was like, oh, bet. You know, I can burn mm -hmm. and I got liquor. So <laughs> come over. That's it. That's it. It was a great night, too. I bet it was. <laughs> I bet it was. So since you said that, y'all know, know about Dr. Dre getting divorced. I heard about that. He was married for a long time. How do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about prenups? Yes. Especially yes. when you're at that level. When you're at that level, yeah. Oh shoot. Well, yeah. Oh, if he bringing the bank, you know what I'm saying? He needs a prenup. I mean, he, if if somebody's if you you know somebody that's a millionaire, billionaire, and the person that you with, you know, they making five ninety nine at their job an hour, you know, you probably won't need a prenup so they don't become rich just because they was in a relationship with you. You know what I mean? So I think that even with the prenup, there is like that growth clause in the prenup. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, like he is entitled to live a certain way um, based off of the fact that she was his wife for so many years. She's entitled to live a certain way, even if they had a prenup or not. She's entitled to live a certain way. I just hate to hear about the divorces and like the woman is like, I need five cars and my kid needs $80,000 a month um, just so, uh, you know, we can live. And I'm like, where the fuck are you living? Like, yeah, what, 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 are you and then what have you done within that marriage that you did not secure yourself in a way that if this marriage ended and you're only limited to a certain amount of money to provide for you and your kids, then what? Right. You know what I mean? Then yeah. what? And that's true. She she did. She was married to an NBA basketball player before she got with him. Yeah. And so, a lawyer. yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's you, you take that into consideration too. Like, look, just don't do me dirty. You expect the person not to do you dirty. Like, mm. but I think that we've seen it plenty of times that people do you dirty in a divorce. Mm -hmm. So having a prenup when you're, especially when you're at that level is a must. Yeah, when you're at that level, I think, you know, a lot of people are attracted to you because they know who you are and what you have. Right. Yeah. But y'all so, all, I mean, all agree that spousal support should be a, a must. Um, Depending on the, the lifestyle that they had. like uh, I think it depends completely. Well, like I said, it does depend. So if she was a housewife. And her her only job after you got married was to um, take care of your children. That's uh, her job. True. So after you're divorced and she's still the caretaker and she cannot work because her priority focus is making sure I'm going to stay home for my kids until they are, you know, adults or until they graduate high school. It was okay for her to be a homemaker while she was married to you. Don't limit her to say, okay, well, you got to get a job in two years. I'm sorry, but if I have little children, you're going to wait until they graduate if it was okay for me to be a homemaker while I was married to you. Now, you so, know, it, it just, it, it depends on how ridiculous that spousal support is, but mm. 
it shouldn't be to where they go to daddy house and he got the big TVs and they living good and they're going to want to stay with dad because living with mommy in the apartment sucks. That it's it's unfair. It's unbalanced. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that's a whole other situation in itself right there. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll tell you what. It's been nice. It's been real. <laughs> Been a blast. Yeah, man, it's been a blast. It's definitely been one of our better shows. Um, for our new guests, what we like to do at the end of our podcast, we always like to give a final thought of the podcast. Anything that you want to get off your chest. So I, I want to turn to the couple, uh, Mark and Sheena. What are your guys' last words to the to the fans out there? You say. Uh thanks for coming out. God bless you. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Hey, Gordo, man. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, appreciate y'all too, man. Definitely. All right, man. We'll, we'll see y'all on the flip side. All right. All right, peace. Peace. See you guys.